Zenith of Rising Billions. Disrupting tradition. Always be closing. Gaining exponential wisdom from street smart strategies. I dream the kind of dreams that other people said would not be possible. Free your mind. Nothing happens till something moves. I'm a big fan of going all in on your strengths. Create your blue ocean. Innovation and collaboration with competition. Do you want to sell sugar water for the rest of your life? Or do you want to come with me and change the world? Creating uncontested market space. I worry that people don't tap into their strengths. Wealth creation and a new economy entrepreneur. And there is a very thin dividing line between success and failure. Witnessing unprecedented technology. You can fail at what you don't want. So you might as well take a chance on doing what you love. Welcome to the Think Bold, Be Bold Show with Christopher Cumby and Alan Witch. Hi, it's Christopher Cumby with Think Bold, Be Bold, here with my awesome co-host, Alan Witch. Alan, you in the house? I'm in the house and I'm having a hard time keeping a straight face today. <laughs> yeah, well, we, uh, we certainly had a, a good laugh and, and I'm... I'm really sure we're going to have a good laugh yeah. with uh, with our guest today, um, and and I'm excited because he's on top of uh, a lot of things that are going on. I mean, you and I have been following him for a while, and we actually stalked him for a while, yeah. and we got him to come on the show somehow. <laughs> um, but you know, it's it's going to be fun. So you know, listen, we we dinkered around with a bunch of technology, and uh, you know, we're going to get right into this, Alan. So why don't you get to it? Let's introduce our awesome guest today, and uh, let's put him on the spot for a little while and uh, have him share some things that um, I'm sure our audience is going to love. Absolutely, and I'm gonna, I'm gonna, um, I'm gonna, I'm gonna. I've never done that before, so this is a, <laughs> a unique thing, even again today. Um, you know, part of our mission here, you know, at Think Bold Be Bold, is always bring, you know, our audience, all you guys, uh, some relevant and and uh, you know uh, pertinent information and topics and guests and so forth and uh you know somebody and some topics that are really going to help uh you know influence our digital and our economic uh footprints and and today's guest is is by no means um a walking contradiction to that he is very much a leader in the industry he started out and i'm going to have a little bit of uh a little bit of uh, uh background here because i think it's important for people to really understand uh, the journey, and we're going to have him talk a little bit more about that as time goes on, but he started out with his first computer in 1979, crying out loud, that was the year I graduated from high school. Uh, he was, uh, you know, back in the early days of MySpace, and I was trying to figure out, uh, you know, what a computer was, you know, I was, <laughs> I was too busy looking at, uh, looking at the girls, I think, to really even, uh, understand what that was but he, you know now he's got international ties with japanese multi-conglomerates to to license his his content and he invented something you and i are going to get a kick out of which we got to ask him about he invented ifart it's a mobile app that makes fart noises <laughs> and it had an enormous you have it <laughs> had an enormous amount of uh downloads and success and uh he really has been on the top of his game uh we met on twitter and, uh, you know, that's how, you know, you talk about stock and we, you know, really did, did kind of, uh, uh, stock him, but, uh, his credentials, you know, he's a, he's an influencer, you know, he's also been highlighted in, in lots of print. 
he's uh, authored, I think, up to 12 books, and a number of them are New York Times bestsellers, and he's been on stage. He's a, he's a keynote in several different countries. Uh, he's got his own podcast. He has some great uh, some great guests like uh, Kevin Harrington, you know, original from the Shark Tank, and and uh, Tom Ziegler, uh, Zig's son, which I think there's uh, some fantastic stories there. Peter Shankman, founder of Haro, you know, and the list just keeps going on and on and on. And for those that aren't really sure about uh, this gentleman and uh, where he comes from, let me put your mind at ease because uh, he's been seen on or appeared in the New York Times, the Today Show, Fox News, VentureBeat, Fortune, TechCrunch, CNN. Yes, I'm reading a Mashable Business Week. Ars Technica, The Washington Post, Rolling Stone, Wired, MSNBC, and and uh, the list keeps going on. But uh, a bucket list item, Chris, you and I have. Uh, our guest today uh, is an alumni of the world's most desirable stage and brand, and it's the TED Talks. And uh, he specifically spoke at TEDx Mile High. It was an event at the uh, L.A. Calkins Opera House in Denver Center for the Performing Arts. And Chris and I had a chance to talk with him a little bit earlier, and he was pretty humbled by the opportunity and the experience that he was given to uh, to speak. But prior to the show, he had a uh, a designated dressing room with his name on the door. And I read an article that he wrote about the experience that day, and part of his article went like this. He says, as I stood looking in the mirror, I imagined the incredibly talented people that had spent time in the same room preparing to perform an aria or a Shakespearean tragedy. Now, maybe you're wondering just why the heck I decided to talk about that. Well, as you're probably going to find out, Chris and I are both big fans, and, and I just find that an honorable thing to say. Of all the things he could have talked about in that article, he highlighted that as a key moment in his experience, and I think that kind of just gives you a little bit of his uh, DNA. But he's also got quite a bit of tenure in the tech industry. He's developed and earned the respect of his peers, including, I'm sure, everybody that's listening to this podcast. And he's created with his team over 10 applications available in the App Store, including one that was number one in iTunes for over 22 days. So is he qualified? Yeah, he's definitely qualified. And we're going to get him to open up here uh, and talk to us about what he sees ahead for social media and its uh, increased impact, if you will, on you know the business from a well, a global perspective, and the speed at which technology, you know, as he sees it through his eyes, is disrupting and enhancing, you know, global economics. And Chris, I know that you and I talk a lot about uh, disruption, what that means in, in the marketplace. But he's in the house right now, and someone that Chris and I have a great deal of respect for, and it's an honor to host. Joel Kahn, welcome to Think Bold, Be Bold. <laughs> that and was there like he is. Awesome. <laughs> you guys kind of asked for that. That was that was the yeah, longest we <laughs> introduction. I went and made myself a cumbie witch sandwich. Did you, did you have a sandwich? I had a cumbie witch. Cumbie witch. I had a cumbie witch. I love this. Sandwich. Oh man. And I came back and I thought, oh, they're going to be done soon. It's like, no. So I went and, you know, I called my mom. <laughs> Did you have some oral surgery done while you were at it? <laughs> right. Yeah. It was great. It was, you know, I was passed out and everything's good now. So, hey, thanks for having me, guys. Uh, you're well, most welcome. I, I have to say something. That Cumbie Witch sandwich. Alan, That's we've been trying good. to figure out. We've been trying to figure out. This is the funniest thing. We've been trying to figure out. 
you know, the things we really want to do going forward in life. And I think Joel just told us exactly where our future lies. And that's the, the Cumby Witch sandwich. sandwich. Yeah. I love it. I the Cumby Witch. The yeah. Cumby Witch. We don't even the have Cumbie to say witch. sandwich. We, that is fine. Cumby Witch. The Cumby Witch. Look what we're going to be doing on the corner of New York uh, in New York City. Uh, that's right. <laughs> right next to the Dirty Water Dogs, baby. <laughs> get your Cumby Witch. Cumby Witches. Come get them. hey we're done it's been a good time today guys yeah well you pretty much took about 15 minutes to introduce them but that is awesome because you know what joel you deserve every bit of it you do but you're an amazing guy and you got a lot of things going on and and i love watching me because you're raw and real and that's what uh you know our audience loves is uh guys that come come on and you know our guests gals as well and they you know just come on and they're they're themselves and obviously your entry was the best entry (laughs) in the whole world i don't know why but i kind of heard sean connery say that we like you here because you're wrong real the 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 fart entry was the best it's it's, it's gonna it's gonna go into uh and stand in the in in time for sure in the uh, annals listen. if you will <laughs> the annals. wait a second did i just say that i did <laughs> filter yeah. gone yeah filter um it's all good we'll we'll put an explicit on uh our show hey listen joel i got a question for you and i think uh definitely from you know who our audience is and it's a lot of entrepreneurs and I know you've been one for quite a long time you've written some books and obviously you know the social world it's really noisy out there my friend like you know when you're an entrepreneur and you're running a company and you got all these outlets to get your information out and jump on you know this chat or you know you're on you know this live stream or you know whatever else out there I, I want you to cut through everything for us today if you can and let um, our audience know where they should probably hang their hat from your point of view on what's going on out there in the world. Because, you know, it's so fast, so many things are coming up, you know, new app here, a new thing there and everything else. You know, I'd love to hear it from your point of view because, I, you know, I think, uh, um, you know, we'll get, a, we'll get an honest answer for one. But uh, where should people hang their hat when they do some social media out here? Well, there, there's two answers to that. There's where I'm choosing to hang my hat, and then there's the more direct answer to the question, where should others hang their hat? Uh, gotcha. I'm one uh, who believes that you shouldn't should on anybody. Don't should on me. Uh, you know, there are so many options right now, and there are people that will tell you, experts, and I'm doing my, my hands with quote brackets now, there are experts in social media marketing who say you should be putting videos up on YouTube and you should be posting on LinkedIn. You should be writing articles on LinkedIn and you should be on Facebook and have a Facebook page and a Facebook group and Facebook events. And you need to be posting on Twitter and you should be using Buffer and Hootsuite and you should be on Pinterest and you should be on Instagram. You should be doing live video on Periscope on, on, you know, on Facebook, on, uh, on Busker. On, on <laughs> I Trump, can't write that fast. Man. Right. All these, all these places. And you know, what I want, what I like to do is sprinkle a little magical social media fairy dust on, on love that. it my audience uh, because I come to bring peace in unity and uh, you know there's no peace when there's all these people shooting on you Um, and so I have the solution of which social media site you should be on are you ready yes Yes. are you sitting down (laughs) are you adults 
Absolutely. Well, that's uh, now, debatable. I didn't ask you if you were grown up. I said, are you an adult? <laughs> and that's what you become, you know, when you turn 18 or some would say 21. But we are adults. In adulting, I'm doing well. Grown upping, not so much. And I'm not planning on it. But as adults, um, do you make the choices in your own life of what to do and when to do it and where to do it and why to do it? That's yes. not a rhetorical question. That isn't. <laughs> of course you do. So the answer to which social media sites you should be on is whichever damn ones you want to be. Love the you answer. Have choices. And you, as an adult, get to decide which sites you use, when you use them, how often you use them, why you use them, where you use them, for whatever reasons you want. There is no magical formula. It's so for me, this is where I tie into how I do it. Wherever my curiosity leads me, wherever my interest leads me, wherever I discover engagement that allows me to enrich others' lives and make connection and receive back from them, that's where I want to plant my flag. So for me, that means I'm on Facebook. It means I'm on Twitter. It means I'm doing a lot of live video. I'm dabbling with things like Instagram. I play with Snapchat, but you'll never find me on Pinterest. You won't, you'll hardly find me doing anything on LinkedIn. You know, there's a lot of places you won't find me because I don't feel the pressure to have to do everything because you're not the boss of me. And and so the magic is that you have the freedom to do what you want to do for your reasons and, and where you get the greatest engagement. And if you're doing something because somebody told you you should, odds are you're not going to have a lot of fun doing it. And that's going to come through your use of that site, that app, that platform. And you're not going to be interesting. You're not going to be engaging. And then you're going to walk away thinking, well, that didn't work. No, it just wasn't right for you. So. Uh, the important thing to remember is that we are the master of our lives. Social media and applications are not. They are not to di dictate to us how we live our lives. They should serve us to augment, to enhance, to, to become an extension of ourselves to the world via the internets. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. <laughs> <laughs> I am waving my hand before. <laughs> take a bow. Take a bow. Take a bow. Soccer minions. By the way, the reason I'm actually here is because I knew you guys were stalking me, and by agreeing to do the show, <laughs> the police now actually know where to find you, and they are on their way. Oh, that's a good thing. I bounced I'm myself my out of phone and in my car now. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Oh, and they I know bounced, that. They know that. I, I bounced my street. Do you see the, the unmarked white van? <laughs> I bounced my IP address out in uh, Europe somewhere, so I'm all good. He's coming uh, from broadcasting from Ukraine. Ukraine. You cannot find me. Ukraine. You cannot find me. I I appreciate that answer, and I really do. And you know, I I I wanted to bring it up because I I heard you say something like that before, and I like the never should. And and I love the answer that you brought forward. Is it's wherever you feel you want to be, um, and what feels good. And and I and I think you're right. It will come through. Um, personally, I thought you know, I, you know, at one point, 
wow, I just like, should I be there? And, you know, again, to your shoulds, like, should I do that? Should I? And I felt these pressures. And then I realized that, hey, I'm doing pretty good on Facebook and Twitter as well. So, and I have a lot of fun there. And I love the videos and I'm really getting into them now. So I appreciate your answer on that. Alan, take us away. I know you've got uh, lots of burning questions and we don't have a lot of time with Joel. So let's, uh, let's get them out. Yeah, we don't. Uh, thanks, Chris. You know, what, do, what Joel, what do you say to the to <laughs> set myself up here? What do you say to the to the new young entrepreneur that uh, maybe has you know some influence in his own general area, his own circle of influence in his own neighborhood or his own community, and they want to break out into uh, you know the you know dabble in the 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 internet realms and and possibly get some you know their feet wet in the, in the kind of the global landscape. Where do they start? Well, there's, again, there's so many options. What is their, their natural inclination? For somebody like myself, as a content creator and as an old school broadcaster, I mean, I know you're really going to be shocked and stunned to discover that I started in radio, you know, back in college. And um, as a broadcaster, comfortable being in front of a microphone, in front of a camera, that's where I'm drawn to. That's why I love podcasting. It's why I enjoy doing these interviews. It's why I love live video. And, uh, you know, I believe that of all the technologies we, we have available at our disposal right now, we're still in the pioneering to early adopter phase of using live video, Facebook Live, Periscope, and, and Crowdcast and the like. And there's a great opportunity to build a brand and to get exposure through the live video channels. So if that if you're inclined towards that, fantastic way to go. But you might not be. You might like creating videos that go on YouTube and and produce, you know, some cool looking stuff that that lives out there for people to view anytime. You might be talented as a photographer and discover that Instagram and Pinterest are, you know, the best way for you to share your content. Or you might be a fantastic writer and you're, you you want to work on a blog or you want to create articles for Medium or for a LinkedIn Pulse or any of these other platforms. The, the beauty is, is that the internet is your oyster to the world. Ooh, that's quotable. But that's quotable. The Wait a minute, I'm oyster. Gonna... The internet is your oyster. I don't even like oysters. They're slimy. So, uh, but the the opportunities that exist, there's we have so many choices now of how we want to approach sharing our message. And uh, I would I would tell people what what intrigues you the most. You know, the, I attribute so much of my success to my curiosity. Mm-hmm. To I I consider myself like a guy with a pail and a shovel looking for a sandbox to play in oh, that's cool. to go what can i uh, what can i build here what can i make here and and knowing that uh taking the risk to do it is is fun for me and knowing that uh, many most of the times that castle that i try to build is going to turn into you know a moat full of water and there's nothing there and it's going to fail but that's okay because there's always more sandboxes to play in and there's always more things to try and just like the um a baseball a power hitter you got to get up there to the home plate and swing for the fences and know you are going to get a lot of strikeouts because you're going to go for it every time. But, you know, when you look at the world and the opportunities before you as uh, a place to play and experiment and allow your curiosity to run wild, I think that's when the really cool stuff happens. We discover where our talents 
and our gifts are. We discover what really brings us joy and um, satisfaction, and we meet some really cool people along the way, and uh, many of them we end up doing business with. And uh, that, to me, is the secret to succeeding. Love that. Yeah, I love that, too. The journey is just as important as the destination, and really, in a lot of cases, the journey is the destination. I think it's more important. I think the yeah. destination, I mean, the destination for us is the grave, yeah. right? Okay. That's where we're going. Oh, I'm That's never going like, to die. <laughs> no matter where else you, you are set to go in your life, I, here is, at least for your physical body, this is the end point. Yeah. This is where yes. you're going. Wherever it is on planet Earth that they're going to put the headstone or sprinkle your ashes, doesn't matter. This is the end point. So it's everything yeah. between the dashes that matters. And if we don't, and believe me, I haven't nailed this. I haven't got it, you know, right. The reason I talk about it as much as I do is because I'm, you know, preaching to myself. I want to make sure that I stay centered or remember this is, you know, this moment right now, this is the best moment ever, right? Because it's now. And we're having this conversation and and we're all passionate about what we're doing here and we want to have an impact on the world around us. So I'm not thinking about what's coming up next. I want to be fully here and present now. And I think it's the only way I can get to the end of my day and go, you know what? I, I live today. Right. And that's what really matters. Yeah. And that's a great point. I love that. And thanks for sharing that. And, you know, audience, I, I always say that, you know, you get your journals out for these moments, and that is a moment right there is to, you know, live that day and say you really lived it. And I appreciate that. You're here right now with us, Joel, and I appreciate I that so much. I'm enjoying it a lot, too. I'm having a cumbi witch. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you are, sir. Yes, you are. Is that with or without mayo? No mayo, but extra no bacon. Mayo. Oh, extra there you bacon. Go. There you go. That's a good sandwich. Anything well, with that. Another secret to success. I mean, <laughs> you know, on everything else that that you do to succeed, and the attitudes and the mindset, toss in some bacon, and you, you know, it's a win. <laughs> That's all you need. Bacon's hey, good listen, on everything. I, I know you've been. You know, we've got you know so many questions for you, but obviously, uh, we want to cut through on some of the really cool things that are going on in this world, and there certainly is amazing technology. And I saw you playing around with something that I was really interested in. In fact, you weren't I, supposed to see that. See that? I, <laughs> I knew that was too straight of a line. <laughs> yeah, right. I, I probably walked right into that one. But you were you were um, you were experimenting. Maybe that's not even a good word. Um, I, I'm, trying here, guys. <laughs> I'm, try, I'm trying here, guys. I'm trying here. I have never had a podcast with an explicit rating on it. Honestly, I'm not sure what. It may be just the pizza I had for lunch, but something. Something's I, you know going what? on you here. You guys are bringing it out of me. The Cumbie Witch. It's the Cumbie Witch. I love it. I'm, I'm tweeting that all day long. So uh, am I. <laughs> you, you were, um, you were um, checking things out with uh virtual reality and augmented yeah. reality uh, and you talked about video being the future and things that you know are you know we're, we're just scratching the surface we're just figuring out how to communicate and 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 get our information out connect with the world what's your uh, what's your take on uh, you know the augmented vi- you know VR world uh, virtual reality 
So, uh, you know, I remember when I was a kid seeing the movies where there was this virtual reality world and, uh, you know, we've all seen them. And of course we've seen the holodeck on Star Trek and envisioning the day that we would wear these goggles. We knew that would have to come first before it was more of a holodeck experience, although that will happen. And uh, being able to immerse ourselves in other worlds and really our senses experiencing in uh, our brains processing as though, wow, this is really happening. And so I pre-ordered an Oculus Rift, um, Oculus, which uh, uh, Facebook, Mark Zuckerberg paid $2 billion for a couple of years ago. Uh, they now own the Oculus technology. The Rifts shipped uh, in the summer. I have mine sitting here right next to me. Uh, it is a fantastic gadget. The consumer virtual reality devices have arrived this year. The Oculus, the HTC uh, Vive, the Samsung Gear, uh, pretty soon the Microsoft HoloLens will be here. It's fascinating stuff. It can take us to whole new places, to uh, whole new experiences, and there is a really light side to it of some brilliant, wonderful things that will take place, and there's also a very dark shadowy side to it which uh, you know give human beings an opportunity to mess with anything and we're gonna you know have an element that finds the worst in it but it is a fascinating time and the world is changing quickly because of it there, there's coming a day in the not too distant future when everybody has some sort of vr headset and mm -hmm. if you want to attend a concert you won't necessarily have to go to the venue live to experience it but you'll pay for view you'll put the headset on and you will be in the front row watching taylor swift as the in, as though she is standing right there singing in front of you and uh, they're going to be able to multiply that you know how many times can you sell a ticket to a front row seat you know there's only maybe twenty thousand seats in a stadium but a million two million people could actually be there for a show and for performers the, this is going to open up all kinds of opportunity, and this is just one use. Well, it's um, going to it, totally disrupt the entertainment industry. Yes, it will. It will. I, I love it. I think it's a great deal of fun. Yeah, disruption uh, certainly coming uh, for a lot of things, uh, especially, you know, for that travel. I mean, I, you know, just recently, uh, I don't know if you've been on a plane uh, in the last week or two, but it's been a nightmare at the airports, you know, with all kinds of um, reasons why people are stuck and sleeping, hours waiting, you know, delays. And uh, to your point, you know, with uh, the way we can augment or, or put ourselves in a, you know, a virtual uh, space um, is certainly uh, very Star Trek. And I'm, I'm the same, <laughs> very much geek uh, when it comes to that, because these are the things that I, you know, as a kid used to think up in my own head, you know, imagine, you know, putting on these goggles and, you know, obviously someone went along and did that. And I know that um, Microsoft has a really cool HoloLens and, and I, I know actually some people in the panhandle here that are, uh, that are playing around and, and, and working with it right now, um, which is really cool. They're software engineers and can't wait to see what they come out of it. But I have a couple of ideas myself, just being in the coaching um, arena that, um, you know, perhaps we can end up uh, disrupting that uh, as well um, and helping people all over the world, um, you know, 
see their dreams rather than uh, you know just think about them um, or be in their dreams. So uh, that's pretty cool. Thanks for uh, you know giving us your viewpoint on that. And and, I, and again, we're probably just figuring some things out now, but uh, eventually it'll be affordable, I would imagine, for a lot of people to put these on and 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 be uh, be uh, somewhere else, somewhere cool, somewhere really uh, imaginative. So thanks, um, Alan. What do you got? I want to hang on that a little bit, but I'm going to look at it from a little bit different perspective, Joel. You do an awful lot of, uh, I guess, what I'll say, trial and error and, and testing and, and live uh, videos and such of lots of different technologies. Uh, what's been your experience chatting with the developers, uh, if you have, uh, with these technologies? And what are they expecting? What do they want to see happen with their product uh, on a local level, the consumer level, but maybe also on the economic global level? Have they been well, able to shed any light on that, or have they opened that that can up yet? The race is on, uh, there, and there's so many different ways that developers are approaching uh, video. You know, when you look at the the live streaming services that we have, we've got uh, Facebook that wants to, you know, become basically become a network. Twitter with Periscope envisions themselves becoming a network and this is where we're going to see the spillover what is tv you know what's internet it's all just live as live you know broadcasting mm -hmm. is broadcasting then we've got um applications like busker where uh, you can get tipped while you're doing your live video we've got applications like uh, firetalk and huzza and crowdcast where you can conduct interview style shows like this but with video and bring in guests and do screen sharing and and webinars and that type of thing and then you've got other emerging services which are going for uh, the entertainment industry right they're not there to produce broadcast shows like uh, like this they're there to work with the performers and the arenas to bring entertainment in theater um, and and speakers and uh, opera and you know all kinds of uh, live events to people um, through you know to the masses and so there's so many different ways of approaching this that uh, my mind is blown, honestly, when I see how much stuff is happening right now and how quickly it's accelerating and how soon, uh, you know, we're going to have real augmented reality, not the Pokemon right. Go type of augmented reality, but where you'll be able to wear glasses and look into an empty room and design your interior by placing sofas and lamps and paintings on the wall and change the color of the walls and be able to stand in a space and actually look at it as though it is fully decked out to your liking and then simply with one tap on your you know glasses or on your keyboard or whatever sending instructions to your decorator here's every, here's what I want here's what I want it to look like and it goes and buys everything and then shows up a week later and your your place looks like you envisioned it I, there's just so many uses in that and uh, you know in in more essential areas the medical you know profession for doctors to be able to um, to, to do virtual reality surgery right to be able to test in a virtual world um, a, a very delicate operation and make sure they've got it right before they go and perform the surgery on a real individual amazing Amazing. Mm -hmm. 
I don't know if that actually, answers your question, but it's yeah, the no, it's, things I think. Yeah, of. no, it, it does, and I'm glad you brought in a bunch of different industries. I'm really in, interested, just personally, with the, with the medical side, having had my four open heart surgeries and artificial heart valve and a defibrillator pacemaker and heart attacks and cardiac arrest and all that kind of junk that I've experienced. I like the fact that uh, you know I, I'm uh, my body has been used as a as a uh, you know kind of a test lab for for some of those things, which of course in in the, the end I'm I'm very uh, honored by and uh you know very um uh happy that they've been able to to do some of those things but it is uh you're talking about a very unique uh, opportunity in the history of i think our whole human race where they can actually really truly investigate and develop without doing any harm and i think that is uh, a really new piece of uh technology that is going to help us do that but i think it's going to spill over into all sorts of other industries about doing no harm figuring out what works and what doesn't work without wasting time energy or resources so i'm glad that you brought that up that's a great yeah. job thanks joel yeah and, and and i just want to uh, just make a comment that you know maybe even one day that you don't even need your um decorator to come in and do anything because we'll just have contacts that we'll just be able to see what it looks like all the time and it's really just raw so who knows <laughs> um, don't have to spend any money. Just put your contacts in, and uh, you, you know you can see everything the way you need to see it. Uh, who knows where the world's going? But uh, you know, I want to ask you um, what's your uh, what's your take on autonomous cars? Do you pay attention to that industry? Yeah. What are you thinking about it? Um, you know, what's I your, just saw uh, what's a headline today. Uh, Pittsburgh is receiving the first shipment of Uber. Um, automated cars and wow. uh, they're going to start operating really soon they will be uh, a, a driver will be in the vehicle you know initially to make sure that you know there's there because there's going to be situations where a driver needs to take over so they will be manned vehicles but um, they're supposed to do it all you know by themselves the driver is pretty much there just to make sure nothing goes wrong wow. so yeah I mean meet George Jetson Jane yeah, right. That's right. Amazing stuff. Amazing. Yeah, I, I think it's happening so fast, and there's so many companies getting involved in tech, uh, even companies that don't have a history in tech, uh, but they're finding that um, they need to be involved because their clientele. And I guess that's an, I, another question to go down is, you know, the, maybe the obvious answer is yes, but there's a lot of folks out there that consult that uh, that do a lot of coaching that are habitual, uh, maybe even a little incestual when it comes to the kind of things that they coach and the way they do, and they're not morphing, they're not changing to accommodate for the environment, and they're sure not getting on the bandwagon of of technology and social. Um, let, me, let, me, let me add an interesting point to this as yeah. well, that, you know, uh, as we've grown up, we've watched – uh, you know, Chrysler and GM, right, and, and Ford um, and Saturn. These are, you know, the, the car makers and, of course, the Japanese cars, the, the Hyundais and the, the Hondas and the car makers of the future, while they're still, you know, the, the, the car makers we have now are still going to be competing, but the next generation of car makers isn't just Tesla. It's Uber. It's, it's Apple. It's Google. It may be Amazon, right, making their own vehicles and brands of cars that, uh, you know, 20 years from now are going to become, some of them will be common household names and people will know them more as the manufacturer of their automobile than their phone or their search engine. It's amazing. I have little kids and I truly believe that um, my kids probably don't even need a license, um, you know, in the future. 
But, but how do you hear? Here's the struggle, Chris. Is yes. Uh, what about for those that like to drive a vehicle? You know, I have uh, virtually. I do, I do a lot of Ubering. Um, I, I, so here's here's the reality. I have my midlife crisis car, actually second generation midlife crisis car, <laughs> which uh, I, I really love. It's a Mustang. Right. Yeah, it's my second one. It's a uh, 2015. I've owned. I haven't owned. I'm, I'm leasing this Mustang. Uh, it's a three-year, thirty-six thousand mile lease. I've had it uh, for I want to say twenty months now. I've only got thirty-five hundred miles on it. Wow! Because wow, the yeah. Ubering that I do, or the car to go, or sure. other forms of transportation, I drive so little, but I still love this car. Sure. And I want to be able to drive this little, it still has new car smell to it. That's, <laughs> <laughs> what's going to happen? There's got to be some pushback against this, that uh, people don't want to give up completely their right to drive a vehicle. Well, I, I think it's generational too, though, because as you grow older, Joel, and as we grow older, you know, the, the fossil fuel technologies are going to go by the wayside, I think, because you know, my grandkids won't have an experience. They're not going to have the opportunity to drive a gas-driven car. They're going to be in an electric car or in an autonomous car. Yep, it's true. They're not, they're not going to have the experience. I mean, yeah, they can probably go to some special park where they can say, oh, look at this. You can drive a car fueled by gas. Be careful. It doesn't explode. You know, right. I mean, they can have that. But I think what's going to happen is it's, it's gener generational. It's going to be gone. That's my fear. Is that is that history and and lifestyle is going to be not only interrupted but dissolved, and maybe as, that's a good thing. I don't know. As the late great David Bowie said, "Ch ch 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 changes." Yeah, <laughs> yeah, they are certainly imminent, and things um, you know are changing rapidly in this world, and you know somewhat. Uh, we've uh, and and I'm, you know again, I, I assume uh, you've got some insight to Peter Diamantis and you know what he keeps his finger on the pulse. Um, you know, wrote the book Bold and, you know, Abundance and, you know, keeps an eye on technology, of course, the disruption and so forth and so on. And, um, you know, part of uh, the reason uh, Alan and I, um, you know, started, you know, Think Bold, Be Bold is because of the disruption that's happening and for people to tap in and understand what's going on and get some really good tips, um, you know, through uh, the journey uh, from such people as, as yourself. Uh, in many different uh, genres, of course, but um, what uh, what what do you think um, about you know where? Well, let's get a little political, um, and and I, we usually don't, but I, I want to get your sense of. To. I, I want to get your sense. Well, get, oh, look at the time. <laughs> <laughs> I want to get your sense on what's happening here in the United States. You know, I'm a Canadian. I live down here, um, and I love it. It's an awesome, and you know the people are absolutely amazing, and I love it all. But you know what, what like what's happening here in the United States? That um, you know, from your vo viewpoint, um, you know, just give us a little rant on 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 that if you can, if we, you don't mind. Uh, yeah. So I don't really talk about politics too much. Um, I I am involved, and I observe, and I certainly have my point of view. But you know what I see happening here is uh, we are um, the the country is in danger, and we are unfortunately being bought by corporate interests, 
And we have more propaganda coming through our media channels now than I think most people are even aware of. They think that what's coming through the mainstream media is the real story, and it's not. The mainstream media is there with a clear political directive funded by political yep. interests, Very and so. uh, it exists to sell fear in the interest of you buying more toilet paper and toothpaste <laughs> and having uh, control. And I think what we're seeing here here, you know, for, for better or worse with, uh, with Donald Trump is a backlash against the establishment for, for those who I would say, uh, you know, forgive me if this offends anybody, but I kind of see it like the matrix. There are those that, you know, see things mm -hmm. as they think they are. And there are those who see things a little differently. And, uh, I think I just showed my hand of who I'm voting for. Um, and I guess this will be the first time I've publicly stated it, but I would much rather vote for a loudmouth who uh, has been incredibly successful in business and demonstrated real ability to lead than someone who is uh, increasingly under investigation for one crime after another. I just, the, the level of corruptitude, that is my word, I just made for you right Love it. Corruptitude. Uh, that goes right up there with the cumbie witch. <laughs> yeah, what we're seeing happen in government and what, you know, it, it, people are like, how could you vote for this racist, bigot, homophobe? And I'm thinking, my gosh, you're watching way too much CNN. Right. Yeah. That yeah. people are being spoon fed daily, uh, lie after lie mm -hmm. after lie. And I'm not saying the guy's perfect and I'm not saying that he's going to, he would be a great president either. I don't know. I just right. know that the uh, the powers that be are trying to persuade the public of one thing um, and dissuade from another because they have an agenda. And I think what we're seeing here is very similar to the uh, the the UK Brexit. Uh, yep. I think that's yeah, yeah, absolutely. Very sentiment. I'm like, yay, go Great Britain. Uh, and um, I'm here like, you know, the whole make America great again thing. Like, you know, I don't buy into everything, but I'm tired of people in the social arena saying, calling people stupid because they are support. They can't believe that you'd vote for this candidate or that candidate. And well, anybody who votes for this person must be a backwards, you know, individual or must be a bigot or must be a racist or a homophobe or something. And I'm thinking to myself, you know, I know lots of people on both sides of the aisle and they're my friends and they're my family. Exactly. And I exactly. love them for who they are. And this is why I haven't been I don't go public with it. And you guys brought it out of me for whatever reason. I don't think the, the people who look at things differently than I do are stupid. I right. think it maybe that contradicts what I said a little earlier with the whole matrix reference, but I do think we're all, we all have blind spots and I have mine. I haven't got all the answers, but I'll tell you what the divisiveness that's being created by putting people in boxes uh, in saying, well, half the population is ignorant. Yeah, that's well, a problem. Each side thinks that of the other. And, and I look at it and go, no, I don't think that's it at all. I think that everybody interprets through their own grid. Uh, I think most people, the majority of people, are good and want what's best and think that their way is the best way. And I think that there is way more, infinitely more, that makes us alike than that which separates us. And uh, you remember Rodney King? Mm-hmm. You know, a long, long time ago with police brutality with Rodney King. And you remember what he said? Can't we all just get along? Get along. Can't we all just get along? Yeah. Like, why do you're we here to not? On the things yeah. that... 
that separate us and why do we have to categorize and put people in boxes? It makes us feel superior or more uh, empowered and emboldened with our position if we can take a whole group of people and put them in a nice, comfy, cozy little box and stick a label on that jar and put it on the shelf there because now we think we understand it and you don't. So there, you well, asked, I answered, now I regret every moment of it. Well, no, come on. No, that, that, that's I, it, good. It, it was know. a perfect point of view, yeah. and I, I think people can re, you know, respect that, and, and I agree. Why can't we, we just all get along? Well, we, and, we should be able to. You know, we become self, you know, self-centered and you know, self-motivated so much, but we can be different, but celebrate the fact that we have the opportunity and the choice to be different and think different. And well, I think people, that gets lost. They're so emotional, and there's so many people that now use the internet as a uh, a hammer, right? To right. beat right. other people over the head. It it empowers people. It's that one of the dark sides of the internet is absolutely. How it has taught a, a generation that you can say whatever is on your mind. You can be as abusive as you want because somehow your opinion matters. Guess what? It doesn't really. It do, nobody really gives a crap what what I think, right? Maybe I'm influencing somebody now, but but you know what? Even those who might be influenced, hey, no, you don't give a crap what I think. Okay, go figure it out for yourself. Go do your own research. Go sit down and have a quiet space where you could think through these issues. Ask yourself if you're being honest with yourself. Right. Are you are you uh, believing what you believe because it supports a pre-existing position, or, or do you have the courage to change? If change is what is needed in order to have full understanding, but don't you know what do I know? I'm just one guy, and so my opinion is no more important than anybody else's, and this is why I try not to talk about this stuff because who cares what I think about this? Go be a good citizen, figure it out, and then go vote. There you awesome. go. Awesome. Well, well, Chris, it. you talk a lot about, you know, be careful who you listen to. For and sure. I think that can apply to a lot of things, not just politics, but can apply to, you know, oh, anything gosh. that you're doing. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. I mean, the world's and full of opinions, of course. Yeah. And, um, you know, I'm a big fan of, to your point, uh, Joel, being accurate in my thinking. And I look for facts. I look for things that matter. I look for things that matter to me. And, you know, I think generally speaking, to your point, a lot, everybody just wants to be, um, you know, happy. <laughs> and, and and they just want to get along. And, and, and I think that they're all good people out there. So uh, not to go too far on the left or the right. It doesn't really matter. I just hope that this country can, you know, go forward and, yeah. uh, and be uh, a great country. And uh, hopefully we have some leadership that uh, can make that happen. Um, let's carry on because you know these shows go really quick joel as we know i feel and- like it's been days i i <laughs> i am emaciated um, you, you're gonna have a nap after this you're gonna I have a nap. Go to the bathroom <laughs> i just there's just i you know how long have we been here good god the anesthesia is still just making me woozy okay well this is where we get into the you know uh, end of the show. So we really appreciate you coming on and, and, and giving us some viewpoints and, and really, you know, just even going down that road, you actually just told people really what, yeah. um, um, you know, they should do from a and, and not getting into, they should do because it's I should actually, uh, I shouldn't, I shouldn't say shouldn't that shit on them. <laughs> I shouldn't should Stop shouldn't on me. Yeah. I shouldn't shit on you. Um, it, you know, just kind of giving them a perspective of maybe how, uh, you, you look at things. And, and I think that that opened up and, and that's okay. And, and I think everybody should just, 
take it a little step back and do what's right for them. So on that note, let's get into some rapid, bold insight. I, I, hey, Chris, before we do that, I, yeah, I, I have sure. one question that's really important, um, I okay. think, to you and I. And I really want uh, Joel to, to think about this real seriously because I'm going to tone it down a little bit here for a very, uh, a very serious topic. I think the, uh, <laughs> this is a, a, something oh. really big that the world is really going to have to uh, think about. And, and that is, uh, you know, not to spend too much time on it, but is the world flat? Or is it a sphere? I, I thought there was this question was somehow going to involve bacon. I really, I, I really hoped that bacon was going to be part of the bacon equation. was going to come up. Yeah. And, and the answer to your question is yes. yes. Just give me my bacon. Just give me my bacon. I don't care. I'll vote whatever way you want. I I am going to send Joel. Uh, Cumbiewitch sandwich with double bacon. Extra bacon, sure. please. Yes. Extra no bacon. Mayo. Hold the mayo. No mayo. Hold no mayo. mayo. Okay, Best so listen, we've got a we've got a little segment in our show, and we're at the end of the show, so we really appreciate your time. Yeah. And um, <laughs> I, I, I usually ask uh, all our guests if uh, you'll come back on the show, <laughs> but I'm kind of I'm kind of afraid to ask you the question. <laughs> um, I'm really afraid to ask that question, so I'm just going to assume that at some point Joel will come on back on the show with us, and uh, and and give us an update on where he is in life. If uh, your if your listeners uh, want me to, I don't care what you guys think but if your listeners <laughs> if your listeners write you and say please have joel back then i'll come back uh, but you know, all right come be there you heard it uh, <laughs> all right well we know what our next social <laughs> social media right. campaign is going to look like please get joel joel come back please on the show joel back <laughs> all right well this is uh you know in all seriousness <laughs> Um, last part of our show where we, you know, just like to get a little insight to, uh, the things that are important to you, um, you know, just personally, and then we're going to end the show with, uh, Alan asking you just a final, uh, goodbye, uh, question. Um, this is really simple, just a little bit of insight. So it's going to be, uh, you know, uh, five questions here. What book are you currently reading or something that you maybe recommend to, um, to our audience? I recommend the book Boundaries by Drs. Cloud and Townsend. Uh, once you understand what healthy boundaries are in your life, where you end, others begin, and um, it'll it'll help you in your personal life and your business. Awesome. Cool. What do you do for fun, Joel? I play video uh, computer games. I'm an old school computer gamer. I uh, nice. shoot things and blow things up and explore nice. different that. worlds. Yeah. <laughs> I knew that. My my son watches you as well because he's an old old uh, old school computer uh, gamer as well. Yeah. Um, what one piece of technology has helped your business the most? I gotta have one. I mean, you know, I would. Just, I know. I would say a computer. Period. Computer. Period. Uh, awesome. Which takes on so many different iterations because it's sure, an iPad, it's a laptop, it's a phone, it's, you know, yeah. it's the implants in my brain. <laughs> oh, uh, I thought I was the only one with implants. Right? <laughs> I am uh, a droid. Mm. Yeah, there you go. What quote has had the most impact on you? Uh, Zig Ziglar uh, said many, many years ago, you get what you want when you help enough other people get what they want. And that. Um, that set the stage for a very young Joel a, as a young man, 22, 23 years old to uh, tr attempt to adopt a mindset of um, have being other focused. And every now and then I actually get it right. Beautiful. Well said. 
and love the old Zig Ziglar, big mm-hmm. impact on my life as well. And uh, what is your next bold move, Joel? What are you going to do next? Um, well, I'm actually working on a number of projects, but one of them is a book of which I just signed an agent who is very excited about it. And I'm not going to share the topic with you as of yet, but the book is really coming from uh, my core message or what is currently my core. And it's not, uh, it's not so, you know, so much about social media as it is about uh, reverse engineering my success in extracting a, uh, a lifestyle and principles from it that I think can impact others. Awesome. Cool. Love awesome. it. Now that's truly living up yes. to what you just said, Ziggs. Yep. Uh, quote had on you so I, I love that and thank you for doing that you know Joel it's been a blast you're a fun guy to hang out with and we really appreciate it I know our audience is going to have a lot of fun we're going to start the social media campaign to get you back on the show um, <laughs> well, you, you might uh, want to wait until the feedback yeah. comes in I mean people might be like that guy listen don't don't even don't in fact we're going to stop listening if you mention again what we want you to delete this episode from iTunes immediately <laughs> <laughs> well, we'll leave it on Stitcher. Uh, <laughs> anyhow, um, you, you're you're awesome, and uh, we hope we get a chance to hang out with you again at some point in our lifetime. But um, you know, if I send you enough Cumbie Witch sandwiches, uh, <laughs> I think maybe, maybe you'll come. Will, right? Uh, that is going to be the Twitter of the day. I can it tell will. you that. I'm going to go all night on that Cumbie Witch. You're going to be sick of us on Twitter for sure. Anything is possible, guys. Chris, Alan, thanks so much for having me. It's been great. A really, yeah. really a fun time, and I wish you uh, fantastic good. success. Thank you so oh, much. It's, um, it's, it's so, been Alan, our honor. take us away. Take us away, Alan. It's been our honor. Thank you so much. Um, I just just a last question, Joel. Something that uh, what kind of a bold move would you like to leave the audience with? Something they can do today that maybe they didn't know about yesterday. Well, you know, I've got a, a mantra that um, has become a hashtag for me, and more than that, it's turned into a brand that I hope uh, others will adopt as well. And it, it came from uh, the way that I signed my emails starting about seven or eight years ago. I got tired of uh, the two-year success thing, you know, at the end of the emails, and and I thought, what is it I really want to encourage people to do? Well, I'm of the mindset that when you uh, do good stuff in the world and just try to put out there your best, help people create value that you don't have to look at where the ROI is on it. You don't have to ask what's in it for me. Uh, it's a principle that, you know, dates back uh, to, well, really is Jesus talked about sowing and reaping, right? right. And, and in the Eastern religions, we hear about karma that, you know, what goes around comes around. And so uh, I started signing my emails, do good stuff. And for the past uh, two years, I've been developing the hashtag and the brand and actually have a trademark that just came through the U.S. Patent Trade Office for Do Good Stuff as a lifestyle brand. And, oh, awesome. And, uh, we've got T-shirts and we've got journals and stickers. And if you go to <laughs> I love dogoodstuff.com, it. <laughs> uh, it's a brand that's really taking, it's taking off. We've probably inspire others oh. to just make a difference in the world. Go do something good. Do good stuff. I love it. Thanks, Joel. And that is a great way to end the show. And uh, Alan, always a pleasure, my friend. Likewise. fun show. Joel, you're uh, you're an awesome guy to look up to, and thank you for doing what you do. And um, I just uh, hope you come back on one day.
That one. Well, like I say, it is on the meter. You know, I charge by the second. Now. It's on the meter. We got to tell you that the Bitcoin's coming your way. Yeah. Awesome. <laughs> it's been an honor, Joel. Thank you so much for, for taking yeah. your time to come on our show today. Yeah. And it wouldn't be a show, folks, without me saying, do something nice for someone today. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com. Thank <laughs> you.